Hello. We're here. Someone come for us. We're back. We're just like we're we needed you guys. You said someone come please don't come for us. Not like <laughs> not like roast me. I'm not I'm not holding one of those subreddits where they just say I'm sensitive. They say roast me. And then they they say the meanest shit. I fucking actually, in all honesty, I love to partake in those. <laughs> like you like roasting other people. Yeah, that, that's the only time. Obviously, no one ever likes. I couldn't. I couldn't do that. I love doing that. I couldn't do either one. Like I'd feel really bad. Like if I were to like call someone out on something, and I'd be like, oh, that's they're probably gonna think about that like years from now and give them a complex. Yeah. Whatever. It's funny at the time. But that's just because that's how I am. Like, I if someone were to, like, say something like that to you, you'd be like, okay. Yeah, that's true. It probably wouldn't bother me that much if someone really did it, to be honest. Because I would probably already have one loaded. What do you mean? An insult. In the gun. In the insult gun. A.K.A. my meowth. So you have one loaded in your mouth? No homo. <laughs> <laughs> I make paper crushing noises as well. <laughs> what is that from? Oh, yeah, that's from Good Burger when he's like, well, how does that sound? And he's talking about money. And then he's like, well, oh, sort of like. Oh, he it up to his ear. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we're back, guys. This is a Something Isn't Right podcast. We've, um been mia trying to stay afloat with the apocalypse going on and everything for real um it's basically what it is spooky season is upon us so we're gonna uh we told each other we're gonna stay on schedule with putting out content and stuff because we've totally been slacking trying to get back to normal with yep. it everything's been fucked up so uh, this covid19 stuff it's been real real shitty for all of us hasn't it why are you talking like that? I don't know. I like listening to Hodge Twins. I guess I kind of started <laughs> yeah, that I, way. I guess that was kind of like Hodge Twins. I like them when they used to do their bodybuilding stuff. I mean, I still like them, but... Yeah, they're pretty funny. Um. Okay, so what kind of... Do I sound echoey to you? No. Okay, so we're kind of going to try something different. Instead of putting our news stories separate from like a main topic, we're going to do them both. So we'll do our current event kind of stories that's going on right now, and then we'll get into the meat and potatoes of it, and mm -hmm. then... Not to say current event it couldn't be on your plate meat and potatoes, not to say that, because right now there's a whole bunch of shit that's happening. So. Yeah, but I'm not going to talk about any of the depressing stuff, because yeah. I know, like, I, when I, I can only listen to so much, like, current event, like, podcasts and stuff with before it like starts ruining my day and like the paranormal podcast i do podcast i do listen to um kind of helps like even you out distract you and you know so you don't think about things so. that's how reading rainbow is reading rainbow that's what i that's what i use instead of paranormal podcast i just put on an old episode of reading rainbow that makes weird. me feel better that's weird um <laughs> take a look it's in a book that's all i meant what i don't know 
Let's continue. Me either. Anyways, like I was saying, so we're gonna we're going to do our news stories, our main topic, and then Christian has some scary stories. Spooky stuff happens in the middle of nowhere. I have a couple scary stories that I googled. Yeah, I, I, but they're hilarious, but scary. So tighten your butt, your belts, and your pants. Yeah, tight. you're in for a crazy ride. Tighten your butt belts or whatever you said. <laughs> <laughs> right after he says no homo, tighten your butt belts, boys. You should. Okay, so this first story is fucking intense. Um, insane insurance fraud. Woman cuts off her hand for big payday, and then she gets sentenced to prison. Jesus. So talk about Take my hand! <laughs> this is intense. Listen. Listen. A women... Oh, a women. <laughs> Listen, as I fuck up the first sentence. <laughs> a woman went to unbelievable lengths to get a big payday. She cut off her hand, and now she'll have two years to reflect in prison. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, it okay, it just didn't work out. And I have a feeling her boyfriend convinced her to do this because it says uh, a woman hatched a plan with her boyfriend. So they, you know, for sure he was like, if we cut, you can live without a hand. Like, you know, he sold her on this. Yeah. And we'll get a, she'll get a payday. Or you just get a robot out. hand. It, yeah, exactly. That's like something you would, like, I can see you doing that to me. But, I mean, we're not, like, pieces of shit. We actually like to work. Yeah. So we wouldn't pull this camera. But, um, so they made up this plan to collect, like, an insurance policy or whatever um, that they took out on her. And all they got, five poli- policies totaling more than $1 million. Mm-hmm. Which still, like... She's cut your hand off for your hand off, you cut your hand off for a million dollars like i mean i don't have anywhere near a million dollars but that's not enough money to make me cut off a body part i'd imagine a that's robotic not- hand would be at least a million dollars yeah probably i don't know you just walk around with a nub but uh so that's five policies million dollars to get the loot they cut off her hand with a circular saw and then claimed <laughs> That for some they they like uh, applied for like a disability claim, so really? they cut off their ha- her hand and then tried to be like I'm disabled. They couldn't just take a big, real sharp butcher knife and do one clean chop. No, they use that- a circular saw. Like <laughs> they're like, all right, keep your hand there for thirty seconds. Think about how intense. That's like a scene from Saw. They probably did it the long ways too. Not like I don't know how you could potentially cut off your hand. You just. Karate chop it on top of a circular saw. I don't even think about that. that's so intense. Or they're like, all right, let's start with the right hand side of your of your right hand, and you just slowly cut through your. Oh my side. god! <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> what like, movie is it when they're making fun of Saw with like Doctor Phil and he hits scary a, movie? Oh, he, he saws off the wrong foot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So the insurance insurance policies would have paid up to paid her half up front and then the balance would be in monthly installments thing is she got busted and she's only 22 jesus she's gonna have a hook for her hand for the rest of her life that can be it she could pull that off we're all like on the cusp of being uh what's it called like cyborgs oh yeah and yeah so i mean she would blend right in in a few years we're all going to be cell phones cruddy ones (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We're gonna be like the early versions of like the cell phone, the big blocky ones. Yeah, we'll be a fucking blackberries. 
<laughs> so yeah, she got two years of prison. Her boyfriend got three. Good. So I'm pretty sure he was the one who kind of convinced her to do that. Yeah, he's like, "Look, you're 22. You don't got much going for you. Hear me out. Just hear me out. All right, we're gonna cut off your hand with a circular saw. We're gonna get a bunch of insurance policies and put them in your name. It's gonna be at least a million dollars. So if you cut your hand off, we're making a million. Are you in?" And then she stuck her hand out, and she shook it for the very last time. I'm in. Shook his hand. That's crazy. I wonder what they did with the hand. I don't know. It wouldn't be clean. They just put it on, I don't know, you just put it on ice? I don't think so. Well, in the picture, she has like a towel over her hand. Really? Like in court. So. Embarrassing. All right. This next one. What if she just had Piccolo's fucking power and she just went and just fucking grew her hand back and she had the towel over it the whole time we didn't even see? Piccolo can do that? Piccolo can grow his limbs back, yeah. That's cool. Is he like a reptile? Well, Namekians are indirectly reptiles, yeah. That's weird. I didn't know that. I mean, now, I mean, he's green. He has those antennas. And he does have antennas. He wears weighted clothing. Just so you guys can get a feel for how nerdy my boyfriend is. Okay, so... Still fight. I don't say anything. There's nothing wrong with being a nerd. I'd rather you be a nerd than, like... A turd? That's disgusting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'd rather you be a nerd than a turd. Okay, so this next one's a doozy. It's a doozy! (laughs) Get ready, guys! It's a doozy! It's from... Your favorite movie, scary movie, the original one. He doesn't say it's a doozy. You're not going to respond. You're just going to... No, he... Remember when he's in the... He says, get ready. What does he say? Scene two. Oh, for the grand finale. It's a doozy. When he's salivating. Okay, stop, like, taking... I can't even, like, get through the title of this. Like... People are going to turn it off because we don't even talk about the topics. Okay. So this next one is Colorado cult, whose leader claims to be a Hawaiian goddess kicked out of Hawaii. Jesus. What the fuck did you do, Moana? No, not Moana. Love has won, has since tried, I guess that's the name of the cult, has since tried to relocate to Hawaii, the island of Maui, but were diverted by officials back to mainland. They don't play over there, and rightfully so. Like, especially a cult, like they're just gonna go relocate in Hawaii. Like yeah. Hawaii's want them. That, yeah. Hawaii's Hawaiians want them there. Locals of the gorgeous warm weather island like Hawaii are no stranger to unusual visitors. But when news broke that a religious cult called Love Has Won from Colorado was renting a house in Kauai, one of the islands of the Hawaii residents were not having it. I wouldn't either. (laughs) Hey, you super fucker. You better get the fuck off my island, bruh. (laughs) Christian couldn't say that. I can't. I cannot. According to Honolulu Star Advisor, crowds of protesters came out to the rally against the cult's presence on the island starting in September of 2020. Fifteen members of the group had been staying in Kauai for about a month by that point already. Dang, 15 people, that's a lot. That's a pretty decent-sized cult. Local Locals <laughs> are... What? It's like a large party at 
Alberts or Albertsons. Yeah, Applebee's. Dumbass. I wasn't talking shit. I was agreeing with you. Fifteen people. You were saying fifteen people's not a lot. I mean, like living in this one place. Oh, I thought you were telling me that fifteen people was the whole cult. They were just like fifteen. They just they're like, oh no, we can fit at a table. It's not a big organization. No, that's not what I was saying. Um. Locals are disturbed by the cult's predatory ideology, offensive appropriation of Hawaiian culture, and particularly the cult leader's claims to claims to being that sounds weird. Claims to being pl- claims to being the reincarnation of the Hawaiian goddess of fire. Is it like Pele? Yeah. About 100% met outside the group's beachfront rental to demand that they leave the island. So, and they, long story short, they won. So they had to leave. They had to come back to Colorado. So Colorado, you got your cult back. You guys need to stop soaking so much weed in Colorado and then just be like. Yeah, stop soaking all that weed. Stop soaking. Meanwhile, as I'm smoking, pause. You guys need to stop smoking all that weed in Colorado and getting all those cult ideas. I'm sure there's like way more cults than just this one in Colorado. Yeah. Uh, let's see what it says. Members of Love Has Won. This is from allthingsinteresting.com, by the way. Members of Love Has One have also experienced disdain after being confronted by locals about their practices. One of the cult members engaged in a shouting match with protesters from the second floor of the rental home before running inside and crying. <laughs> I'd cry too if I was on this island and these motherfuckers were telling me to go home. I would go home. Yeah, I would. There's some I big fuckers play. on that yeah, island. Yeah, don't play with them. Um, but yeah, so that's basically it. They they had to go back. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> I can totally see that happening. Oh, Just here's like their reason for... They said... The group's relocation to Hawaii was for the ascension of the planet. We are not here for you guys, claimed one of its members, Ashley Peluso, <laughs> a fixture on the group's daily event energies update live streams. And these people look exactly how you would think. So, Do they wear Crocs? Uh, I mean, I can't see Does, their feet. Like but. designer Crocs. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she actually is the person that doesn't wear shoes anywhere, even in public. Mm-hmm. You ever see those? Yeah. I actually saw some last time we were in Hawaii. Really? Okay. So <laughs> let's Those could have just been like Hawaiian homeless people for all we know. They just like had... Well, we were like right across from a beach, so true. it's not that weird. Okay. So good for your. I'm glad that they got those people out of there because Hawaii is not big and to like, I wouldn't want that. Yeah, it's not a huge island. That's their island. Okay, this next one. Women, can you stop? My computer. Sorry. Oh Jesus. A woman bites husband's penis after he refuses to kill rat in their home. I think you clarified because I would definitely have been like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Can you stop? Woman bites penis. And I'm just like, <laughs> Jesus. What the fuck did I do? Um, and this is from the NewYorkPost.com. Our first story was from um, TMZ. I, I don't know. I don't remember if I said it or not. 
So a woman sank her teeth into her husband's genitals because she was infuriated that he refused to kill a rat in their home, according to a report. Abraham Musonda? I don't know what that is. I'm so sorry. Um, suffered from gruesome from a gruesome injury when his wife, who's 40, he's 52 and she's 40, returned to their home in the town of Kitwe. I don't know. This is Zambian or Zambian. How do you say that? Zambian? I don't know. No, I don't. I sorry. I don't have that that part up because I have the the stories up on my iPad. Okay. Um, so wherever this is, they returned home and discovered she was out drinking with her friends and that's when they found the rodent. The two are separated and have separate bedrooms, but they still live in the same house. So this bitch went out of her way to go run into that dude's room at night and bite his penis. I <laughs> Let's find out. Um, <laughs> let's see. She claimed that the rat was pestering her in her room. So she asked him to get rid of it, then gnawed into his manhood when he refused and caused a major tear. Oh, my God. He was rushed to um, the hospital <coughs> where he was treated for his injuries. That and sucks. it's not known if the woman was even charged. Are you joking? That's so messed up. How is she not charged yet? Because that's what happens. You can just go bite or go around biting dicks off, and they don't even care because you're a guy. Those were some interesting, scary stories. Now let's go on to our next segment. Um, Those they weren't really scary; they were just more so weird. Those are some interesting, weird stories. Again, like I was saying earlier, my scariest story would be if my wiener got chopped off almost all the way. Just a tiny bit, just a little bit left there, so it's still attached, but they're like, there's still no hope. You're going to have to take the rest of it off. That's not what happened, though. Like, she didn't bite through it like that. She just bit it hard enough to tear it a little bit. I feel like she would have, like, got a good amount of it chunked in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just, I don't know. Like, her, like, think about your front teeth. It just creeps me out. I don't know. I'm not saying it's not creepy. I'm just saying she didn't bite it off. <laughs> I know. That's just funny just thinking about, like, the fact that not only does she do that, but, like, he has to suffer through the extensive rest of taking the rest of his wiener off because it's probably not going to be attached. Depending on where she bit it, of course. If she had bit it at the stem, you know, I'm just, like, saying as far as anatomy goes. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> anyways so our main thing that we're gonna that i mean i did a little bit of a deep dive of it was the suicide forest and um only because it's like really interesting to me that there's like a certain how certain places hold certain energies mm -hmm. and if this is true like it's like that like you know i can only imagine how dark the energy is forests are fucking creepy enough yeah they are creepy all of them have big foots they just teleport. Those those motherfuckers are teleporters. They, do, they just pop out of their portals. 
they probably just move places so quickly because they're like, man, I smell like shit. I don't want this person to catch my whiff. And they, everyone ever, they talk about Bigfoot. That's like, he smelled like fucking rotting flesh and shit. And then mm-hmm. Bigfoot probably just watches those on TV. And then, <laughs> <laughs> like that commercial. She- I scrub myself. Um, with, uh, is it progressive when she's like something, something Bigfoot? And mm-hmm. she, he's like, what did you call me? And she's like, Bigfoot. And he's like, my name is Larry. Or he says some <laughs> shit like that. I fucking, I feel bad for those big feet. Yeah. I mean, some of them are reported to be aggressive. Like, ah! <laughs> no, like rip people in half type shit. Oh, fuck. But, yes, um. And- just. Hit you, throw you in opposite directions against trees. That's what that noise was. I was like hardcore. Like I thought Bigfoot was so boring and for sure that it was fake. But after listening to like. We watched so many documentaries. Yeah, so many documentaries (laughs) and like people's testimonials. There's fucking thousands of hours of television. How they think like he's. I mean, that's the only thing I think could make him possible if he was like. Something that could, something that wasn't physical, but it's more of like a, I don't know what the word would be. Uh, like a. Intermen- he, interdimensional, yeah. Yeah. He, or but I don't know. Transdimensional. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that shit is crazy. So, I mean, people are seeing something. The thing that throws me off is like, how has, how hasn't anyone found a body or. You know, stuff like that. I mean, there's, there's hella prints, but... There be hella footprints, though. There's, like... There's a, just one guy that walks around Oregon with enormous fucking hairy feet. He just lived there forever. Uh, Impossible. I forgot where this happened, but it was, like, a small village. Maybe we'll do a podcast on this, and I'll do a deeper dive into it. But supposedly, like, the natives to wherever this was, I can't remember, um, would see, like, a... Uh, like a few like would it would it be big feet <laughs> plural yeah a few of them are bigfoots um yeah like with a brackets around the s yeah and they started getting violent because there was like new settlers like it, they they just took over that land mm-hmm. and uh so i guess they started disappearing like people would start disappearing and they all were saying that it was like these creatures these big hairy creatures and so they ended up leaving, and it's like a ghost town now. But all that happened because supposedly, like, the Bigfoots were eating the the people or plucking them off, like, one by one. Like Predator? I don't know. That's, like, the only really Bigfoot story that I would probably spend the time actually covering. Yeah, it's just creepy. We but, already know what ancient alien um, strategists or theorists Ancient, what are they called on ancient aliens? Their titles? I forgot. I don't know. Ancient a- astrologist physicianists. <laughs> what? That's a fake word. Strategize. You're just like, sure oh, does, in that case. That show does make you think, though. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. Their, their topics are fucked up. They just don't give you many, um, like, imperative sources to stand on. I hate the theory that, like, aliens are demons or demons are aliens because both of that shit is fucking terrifying. But anyways, all right, let, we'll get into it. Um, so, like, like it's in the title, but the forest is super popular place for suicides. 
reportedly the most popular place in Japan and second in the world after San Francisco. Yeah, after San Francisco's Golden Gate Bridge. Statistics vary, but what is documented is that during the period leading up to 1988, about 100 suicides occurred there every year. Crazy. A hundred a year. That is insane. It probably just draws people to it. Yeah, probably. And they're just like, come to the fore. What a way to go, though. Like, to jump off of a a building. I mean, a building. (laughs) A bridge. Oh, the Golden Gate? Yeah. That's fucked up. Do you realize there's like a group of people who survived? What? Yeah. There's like a survivor's club. People who jumped off the Golden Gate and I guess landed correctly in the water or something in the water. Oh my God, were they like all broken? Either that, like they broke their bones or they got, some of them like walked out scratchless. Like they just had them. Yeah. It's because of the, it's because of like, I guess it was on days where there were larger swells or something to the point where. And so the water didn't, wasn't as, dang, that's crazy. Or where it was higher or I don't know. Or maybe they just survived because of the weather. The water was thin. Whatever the fuck the you know the Dang. pressure was low. There's like it's crazy, and they like meet I guess at Golden Gate Park every year on a certain date. I would think so. Like experience something like that would definitely make you feel a, a deeper meaning. If you, I feel like this Bruce Willis. Out of all odds, you survived. I, I mean, I wasn't thinking that, but <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? Like, um, from Unbreakable. And, um, oh, okay, yeah. And, no, because then you would be super strong like him. <laughs> I'm just saying that. I would be like, what the fuck if that happened to me? It's yeah, like, then you'd I'm go and... indestructible. And then, like, that freaking Morty episode. Go and try... Sh- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm impervious to acid. And he's like, ah! <laughs> fucking burns himself. Oh, by the way, I was wrong. Um, that was a statistic for the four. It's not Golden Gate Bridge. Oh. I did these notes like over a month ago, so rereading them is kind of like a... It's okay. In 2002, 78 bodies were found within the forest, exceeding the previous records of 74 in 1998. Oh, no, I guess I was right. The 100 suicides was Golden Gate Bridge, and then the uh, suicide forest in 1998, 74 bodies. So it's number two. That's crazy. Or it That's was one every two. three days. That's so sad. Uh, in 2003, the rate climbed up to 100. In recent years, the local government had stopped publicizing the numbers in an attempt to downplay the mountain. I mean, the it's probably forest, fucking still skyrocketing. Yeah, the forest association with suicide. In 2004, 108 people killed themselves in the forest. In 2010, 247 people attempted suicide in the forest. That was after the movie. No, I'm just kidding. That wasn't that long. No, that movie came out like when we were dating. In 15, 16. We went and wasted our lives watching it. Yeah. We'll fucking ruin it for you because it's shitty. Uh, She kills herself, I think. You have to say spoiler alert. I just said we'll ruin it for you because it's shitty, but sorry. Spoiler she doesn't alert. kill herself, though. Remember... She like uses that guy. That's why the movie was so stupid because he was like just being a nice guy and she fucking used him. Mm. And then he died so she can save her dumbass sister who was camping. And they both lived. 
It was just like watching two spoiled brats. <laughs> well, that's what I thought. That's what happened. Didn't at the ver- I know that happened, but didn't at the very end he like convinced her to kill herself? She thought she was cutting something else, and then she was actually cutting her wrist. Oh yeah, and she stays. I th- right. Yeah, they show she her gets stuck there her- forever. She's stuck in the forest. It still sucked. And she was in the basement. Yeah, yeah. remember? And we, uh, no, that's why we walked out. Like, what the fuck did we just watch? Yeah, I was so excited too because, like, the like it was pretty scary. No, I was excited because, like, that has like a lot of potential, but the writing sucked. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, like I'm no writer and I'm not in film or anything, but like, like new age horror just doesn't do it for me. I'd rather watch like scary movies from the '80s, nice, even the early 2000s, like. The writing was so much better, and now I feel like it's so predictable. Yeah. It's just kind of lazy. It's not good. It's just kind of like everything just is like gore and like... Well, that's the only way they can pass each other up. Like, what is the bloodiest? What is it? Yeah. care about that shit. Um, Let's see. Where was I? In... Okay, 54 of whom completed the act... So, out of those 247 attempts, only 54 of them actually went through with it. As of 2011... That's how some motherfucker was running around just saving people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I did watch... I think it was a Vice documentary. Um, There's someone who drives around and patrols at home. Yeah, there's, like, this man who goes and he, like... I remember watching that with you. Yeah. He, like, tries to, like, save people or he cuts down the bodies Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I remember that now. Um, where was I? Okay, as of 2011, well, whatever, same. The most popular means of suicide in the forest were hanging and drug overdoses, which is just so sad. Um, the high rate of suicide has led officials to place signs in the forest in Japanese and English using those who have gone there to commit suicide to seek help and not kill themselves. The annual body search, consisting of a small army of police, volunteers, and attendant journalists, began in 1970. The site's popularity has been attributed to the 1960 novel Tower of Waves. That's crazy. So motherfuckers just basically Easter egg kill themselves, suicide. Versions. I mean, that's like a really grim way of putting it, but yeah. Right? It's just the thing, like. Let's see if you can find my body. It's, it's crazy. It's just crazy to me. Like, it's not so much that I'm like, I find this topic interesting because it's like the suicide effect, but what is interesting to it is like all the, um, like what started it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just weird how it's this place. Like, what started it? What is it about this place? Like, is. Like, my mind goes to just from, like, things that I've learned over the years and, you know, from watching documentaries, watching Travel Channel, like, all day. Um, Or I don't watch it, but I have it on in the background, like, all day. And podcasts is how, like, certain entities feed off of, like, depression and feed off of, like, negative uh, emotions. And so what if this forest is i mean this could just be a high idea i hit the bong a few times too but what if the forest is like haunted with like these evil things demons or just negative or evil spirits and it's so overwhelming that a person goes there because they're broken because that's what they're doing and then this just pushes them off the edge and then it just 
it's like a magnet for that kind of stuff. It's probably on a fault line. What do you mean? All these things, all the things on the world, like the major, like the pyramids, they're all on like ancient sources of energy and it's all connected like the earth. Maybe, what if that's just like a evil source? You know, like the same thing as like Utah. You know what I'm saying? Like those, all those things are tethered and tied into interdimensional places. Well, it kind of makes, if it was like, and this is just shooting the shit, like I'm nobody in this field, it's just ideas but um if it was like there's like if it was haunted with like demons or like evil spirits or whatever Mm -hmm. there's like all those people that worship those kind of things and a lot of it is tied to sacrifice so what do these people get drawn there and then they end up doing this and it counts as a sacrifice for that thing to get stronger yeah but I don't know. That's just thinking. Wait, putting that's putting our uh, tinfoil hats on. But it could just be as simple as one person did it, and it started as like a domino effect, and so people just now there's a lore about it. You know well, what I mean? People just in like ancient Japan, they just when they got uh, excommunicated, that's just where they would go to kill themselves. What is the uh, um? Actually, forget it. I forgot where I was going with that. Um, in 1960, the Japanese writer who wrote The Tower of Waves um, is about a heartbroken lover that retreats to the sea of trees to end her life. So this might be an origin of how this started. Um, this romantic imagery <laughs> has provided a sinister influence on Japanese culture. Also looped into this lore the complete suicide manual, which dubs a suicide forest the perfect place to die. The book has been found among the abandoned possessions of various suicide forest visitors. So, see what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it could just be like a people romanticize this. Yeah, make it sound like it's something, and then that's why people do it. It's like because it, it was basically a maid urban legend like it's a poetic way same to thing. die yeah same thing with all these other things that people see more and more often um when they go looking yeah kind of like a topa like where you enough people believe in something and then it starts to like actually manifest and be that thing mm-hmm. like slender man yeah like slender man or like um the rake like how supposedly people are now seeing like that in the forest and when mm-hmm. they go hiking which is terrifying um, however, the history of the suicide of suicide in the suicide forest predates the novel's publication, and the place has been long associated with death. Uba suits, I'm probably not pronouncing that right, may have been practiced there into the 19th century, and the ford is reputably haunted by yuri, angry spirits. So kind of like I was saying. Of those left to die. So supposedly it's like the spirits are trapped there. Kind of like in the movie. That's crazy. This is like... The Suicide Force is basically Lavender Town from Pokemon. Oh my god, that's so creepy. You guys want to hear a quick creepy story that happened to us? So were, were we watching like a creepypasta about that? And that's why we were talking about it? Yeah. I think I think it was like when me and Christian first moved in together... 
and I was like slowly coming out of like my creepy girl closet to him little by little and so we were watching I'm pretty sure we were watching like creepypastas or urban legends about Pokemon and there's like one about how Lavender Town is actually haunted right that's mm-hmm. what it was and so do you remember the song yeah okay hum it because I don't remember it goes dun 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 so i had to turn the video off because it was creeping me out remember like mm-hmm. i didn't like the way it sounded mm-hmm. okay it's because of the, the level i guess like the remember the frequency thing we yeah talked about? yeah it's because of the frequency that that song is written it in. makes you very uncomfortable and so anyways later that night we're in bed asleep and i wake up because i hear that song and christian was fucking humming it in his sleep he had no idea i was so scared i was like wake up but yeah anyways that is pretty scary i forgot about that yeah i was so scared i was like i thought you were fucking with me at first and then when i woke you up you were like legit asleep like you know when you wake somebody up how their eyes take a second to focus and you Mm -hmm. can tell that's how they're really sleeping i honestly don't remember even doing that you probably don't because you do so much stuff in your sleep that you don't remember really yeah like grope me yeah (laughs) okay so grope me in the japanese popular belief if a person dies in a deep sense of hatred anger sadness or desire for revenge their soul cannot leave this world and continues to wander appearing to people affecting affected by the spell or those who cross his path so i mean that makes sense though because like even in other cultures, they talk about, like, residual energy or, like, you know, something tragic happens somewhere that leaves, like, an imprint. Mm-hmm. So, that's basically, like, kind of what they're saying, except I think that the Yuri are actually, like, they're um, intelligent ghosts, not yeah. residual. Just regular ghosts. So, these souls are called Yuri, and they can um, be found in many modern cultural references, cultural references such as movies. Unlike Western horn movie horror movies, where the ghost is nothing in particular, wants nothing in particular. Um, wait, I think I read that wrong. Okay, yeah. Unlike Western horror movies, there are ghosts that want something specific in order to rest in peace. Which is basically like almost any movie you watch about ghosts. Mm-hmm. But um, the Yuri wants nothing in particular. They just want to have their curse removed. Or oh. their their conflicts resolved. That is like, exactly what Lavender Down is. You just have to get the scroll and then... That is so creepy. The belief in Yuri, and I'm probably not pronouncing that right, so I apologize, um, continues to today. When a body is found in the suicide forest, the forest guardians place it in a room next to the forest before being sent to authorities. Legend has it that so if they the, can, like absorb it or whatever. I guess legend has it that if the body is left alone in the room, the yuri um will move around screaming in the room. Hence, forest, hence the forest guards playing rock paper scissors to determine who's the unlucky companion to the body is. What determine who the unlucky companion to the body is? Okay. 
They just rock. They just sham it. Is what you're telling me? I don't know. I they guess just... I might have wrote that wrong. But that has... paper covers rock. That's like so sad though. Um, like that documentary that we watched about it was really sad because he actually like finds somebody, and then like just finding like their um like their tent and stuff where they were mm-hmm. camping. It always kind of weirded me out like i guess it's the same as if you were to see like okay like one thing that weirds me out is when somebody passes away and then you go on their facebook and you look at like their recent posts and it can be from like a day ago earlier that day or a few days before and like they had no idea they were gonna die Mm -hmm. i it's almost just as creepy stumbling across somebody's like tent where they were living and seeing like how they left all their stuff yeah or when they died, like they just had an uneaten, they had half-eaten steaks or something. That suck. So yeah. I don't think they t- would last that long in a forest, though. Yeah. And they'd probably finish their steaks if they had them. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, what was that? What's that one YouTuber that got kind of canceled for going there? Mm, was Jake it Paul. Jake Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was such a douchey move. He, He's like, a pedophile. What? Him too? I don't know. I watch a lot of videos. Yeah, maybe lay off those for a while. Yeah, they until just shit like comes out. It Because off. literally everybody's a fucking pedophile if you watch those. I know. That I would just like. I mean, I believe that a lot of a lot of them are, but I don't think everybody is. Apparently, he was like trying to tra- um He was trying to traffic kids. I did hear about that. Yeah, actually. He got arrested um, at his house or something. But it was so obnoxious, like how they, how obnoxious Cancel they were culture. in Japan. No, not even that. I mean, that is obnoxious too. But like, Japanese people are like very respectful, mm-hmm. and they were just being so obnoxious and so disrespectful in another country. Like, it was just bad. And then they're like in the suicide force with the with the guide, and the guy's like not laughing about anything at all. But they are, and. Then they like, which I understand because I'm somebody who laughs when I'm uncomfortable, but don't film it. And then they like show the body of the person. Really? So that just like, are you human? Because that's maybe that's where he turned into a where they took him. What? Like he did that dastardly thing as a human, so that's where they took him and turned him into a demon. Um. Let's see. Oh, this is interesting. So, Ubasut, which I'm probably not pronouncing it right, and I apologize, um, is a brutal form of euthanasia that translates roughly to abandoning the old woman. An uncommon practice only resorted to in desperate times of famine, which is so crazy how many of these legends start <laughs> from famine. What? I just realized what you were talking about. Like, this is going to be interesting. That's why I got, like, a funny mental image. Continue what you were saying. I don't know what's funny about leaving old women uh, in the woods to die. That's what, That's why I got... All right, so this is what makes it comical. I was just thinking, like, we don't have anything for breakfast. They're like, well, go leave Grandma in the woods. Just go take her up to the woods and leave her there. <laughs> well, we don't have to feed her anymore. I just know. leave her there. I guess. I don't think it's funny. <laughs> okay well back to my notes that just got ruined but it's basically where a family would leave um to lessen the amounts of mouths to feed 
by leaving an elderly relative in a mountain similarly remote and a rough environment so they would die. That's terrible. <laughs> Not by means of suicide, but by dehydration, starvation, and ex- or exposure. Some insist this was not a real occurrence, but rather grim in folklore, which I hope so. I hope it's just folklore, but usually, like, every story starts with a grain of truth, so it probably happened to at least one person. Yeah. Uh, regardless, stories of, sea, sea of, of the Sea of Trees begin... What is wrong with me? Begin. <laughs> stories of the Sea of Trees. <laughs> begin. Regardless, stories of the Sea of Trees being a site for such abandonment have long been a part of its mythos. Rich with magnetic iron, the soil of the suicide forest plays havoc on cell phone services. I fucking knew it. I told you it was on a fucking fault line. I knew yeah, it. you did call that. <laughs> I fucking knew it. Psh, that's my stamp of solve this mystery. Um, yeah, cell phone services, GPS, and sim... Fuck. GPS. <laughs> SIM cards. SIM cards as well. Oh, I got you, babe. <laughs> GPS sim- symptoms. Oh, my God. Systems. <laughs> and even compasses. Oh fuck! They're just—that's the creepy part. They just go in there and the compass is like <laughs> spinning hella scary. fast. They're like Lavender Town theme comes on in the back, oh, but they're like, "No, kill me now!" Do, 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 do. They're just a creepy, lo- really big daddy long leg spider. It won't hurt you, but it's in the background, just walking around slow. This is creepy. My notes say this is why tape can be so crucial. But some believe this feature is proof of demons in the dark. So they use it to like steer them. To... What if it's like um, you've seen Blair Witch Project? Mm-hmm. What if it's like that? Like you get lost in this forest and then you just keep walking and walking and get out and you keep like coming to the same place. Yeah, that's how the fucking thing about the the uh, ivy or the corn was that we watched. Oh yeah, that was that was a good movie too. The, was it corn? Um, it was a Stephen King movie it on wasn't, Netflix. It wasn't corn, was it? No, it was because they would never die. They would just eat corn forever. No, yeah, mm, I don't know. <laughs> you agreed. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's true. They eat corn forever. <laughs> I just thought about it. I, was like, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. All right. Due to the high level of stress faced by the Japanese, by the Japanese, Japan is seen as one of the top countries with high suicide rates, according to the Guardian. Um, Depression, serious illness, and debts are among the common reasons one seeks to end their lives. Back in the uh, feudal era in Japan, committing suicide was seen as an act of honor. Samurai warriors would rather commit suicide, or known as, and I don't know how to pronounce this, seppuku? Yeah. A ritual dis. I disagree with you. Like I fucking speak Japanese. They go like this. They turn their blade like that. And then they just... Well, that's what it says. It says ritual disemboweling. Then they just pull their own intestines out with their sword. Then fall into the hand... Like a killmonger. That's how he killed himself too. Then fall into the hands of their enemy. A way to uphold their honor and dignity. Even during World War II, soldiers who joined the kamikaze 
the special attack group to sacrifice for their country was seen as very respectful and honored. Nowadays, many have chosen to end their life not for honorable reasons, but mainly because they could not fit into society. Which is so sad. It's sad, but Jesus, someone call me a fucking wambulance. Well, have you heard about how, like, in um, countries that are more... Like, our country, like, how, you know, most people, you can find somewhere to live, like, if you want to. You know, there's not a lot of people here starving. We're a very, like, modern country. Mm-hmm. Um, most modern countries, their suicide rates are higher than in third world countries. Mm-hmm. And I guess the theory is because in a third world country, you kind of have your role. Like, you know, some you have to, a lot of times, like farm your own food or hunt mm-hmm. your own food and you know stuff like that so you have a purpose but in more modern countries you can kind of just like glide by and not ever yeah, really have a purpose because everything's readily available for you and so when yeah exactly so when people like don't have a purpose it's they're more often to feel depressed depressed and you know commit suicide and the, the more that's a fucking extremely interesting topic you see the social like the social repercussions of all of that stuff the more stuff we have the less important we feel yeah it's and it makes sense i mean i get it they don't have to fight for food you don't have to fight for survival you don't have shelter that you have to build you're not basically fighting for your life yeah so you know or your somebody else's like if you're, you're not protecting anybody yeah you know what I mean? if you have a family then you know you have to provide food yeah you don't have to protect protect them against lions or some shit like that like you just you protect them I don't, yeah maybe ways. not lions yeah. but like maybe like other animals like if you know people that still live in like third world countries and don't live in like the more the most um i know what you're saying like hippopotamuses yeah, I guess. They eat people. They eat people? I Fuck thought they yeah, just hippos are them. vicious, son. I knew they, like... Hungry, hungry hippos. That's what the game's about. I knew that they, like, attacked <laughs> and killed people and gored them, but I didn't know they actually ate them. They fucking swallow them. What else do they do? They just chew them real awkward with their... <laughs> I think the hippo's mouth, they're just chewing it with those two front teeth. Me and your humor is so much darker than mine. What? Hungry, hungry hip. That's where that came from. It was an old song early in the 1600s that the hippos used to sing when they ate humans. That's terrible. We're hungry, hungry hippos. We're in an eating race. (laughs) And everyone was like, no! (laughs) That is scary as fuck. That would be an interesting family guy. Like, you know how they fucking veer off course? Yeah, we do that a lot. (laughs) Well, you do that a lot here. I know. So another thing that I I found was interesting, and there wasn't enough information on this to do like a full episode on it but have you heard of that song called gloomy sunday no so gloomy sunday is also known as the hungarian suicide song and it's a popular song composed by a hungarian pianist and composer named rizzo Ceres, and it was published in 1933 the original lyrics were titled i'm not even going to attempt that but it's something in hung- uh, Hungarian. It's Hungarian. <laughs> and we're about to... Oh, and it, it's about, like, the war that was going on. In so, the 30s? 
Mm-hmm. The first war. Ending in a quiet prayer about people's sins. Contrary to that, though, in other articles, I found he wrote it after his girlfriend left him. He attempted to get back with his ex, but found out she poisoned herself. Supposedly, that's what led to um, him to commit suicide himself by jumping to his death. So um, they did that that POD video. I love to talk about too. Yeah, I know. So on Wikipedia, I got this from Wikipedia. The gloomy song was just starting to get popular, and then two years later, a recorded version by Paul Kalmar was connected to a string of suicides in Hungary. After that song was allegedly banned, however, let's stop for a second and forget about the supposed curse, because supposedly the song is cursed, and look at the facts. So, supposedly people were listening to this song and it was doing something to their brain and making them kill themselves, but that might not be true, Um, because the 1930s were, like, obviously a depressing time in history. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, look at the suicide rates now with everything going on, and we're not even in a world war yeah. yet. Um, world War II was about to start, and, you know, that was like, there was so much dictatorship going on at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also a worldwide economic depression that left millions of people unemployed and struggling. Yeah, the Great Depression. In other words the great depression (laughs) in other words there were plenty of reasons to feel hopeless uh the song was (laughs) world war ii the great depression and what was the other thing well it was coming out of world war the end of world war one the economic downturn of world war ii all the uh the weimar republic all the dictatorship that was hitler right there in hungary so, close. you know, people connected the sad melody and felt the despair in the lyrics. I have the lyrics here. The song is actually a really pretty song. If you look it up, it's on YouTube. Um, but here are the lyrics. It says, It is autumn and the leaves are falling. All love has died on earth. The wind is weeping with sorrow tears. My heart will never hope for a new spring again. My tears and my sorrows are all in vain. People are heartless, greedy, and wicked. Love has died. The world has come to its end. Hope has ceased to have a meaning. Cities are being wiped out. Sharpnell is making music. Meadows are colored red with human blood. There are people, there are dead people on the streets everywhere. I will say another quiet prayer. People are sinners. Lord, they make mistakes. The world has ended. Tell me that's not a depressing song and kind of fitting for today's climate. It's not even like depressing. You were like, did you say it's pretty for a second? No. Well, the song is pretty, like the melody and how oh, it Oh, okay. It. I thought you were saying like the lyrics. I was like, Jesus, that's fucking. No. That, what do you like? That's like saying Slayer is amazing to listen to. No. <laughs> the lyrics of just, Slayer. Um, the remake, there's like a few remakes of the song and it's actually like a pretty melody, but. Tiesto um, used it or something. Huh? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Who did you say? <laughs> Nothing. Who did you say? <laughs> Tiesto. I didn't even oh, need to say that. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, yeah, DJs are funny. Like, when the whole 
George Floyd thing George George Floyd thing happened and then was it David Guetta mm-hmm. that was like this one's for you George Floyd and he's, he's like, like playing yeah. a set doom, and I'm like doom, 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 doom. everyone's just like oh let's celebrate his death yeah, then yeah you, yeah you really well, we're gonna listen to fucking there. awesome let's listen to EDM music to mourn someone's death that was crazy but anyways there's um, fireworks going off and and bubble guns. <laughs> Years later, Gloomy Sunday became a legend, making people wonder if it really, if it was really true that it could make you commit suicide. But that's far from the truth. It all has to do with the reputation of the song, that the reputation of the song got because of its origins and historical context. And if this song is still being used for suicidal purposes, it's because the story behind the tune has turned into a romantic way to say goodbye. And because the song itself is now a popular reference for suicide so jesus like the, like panera par, panera panera uh paranormal <laughs> theory aside i kind of just feel like it's it's the popularity of these kinds of things mm-hmm. that keep it going i don't necessarily actually believe that it's you know um you know and haunted forest or haunted song it's a fad i and no yeah maybe a fad like i don't want to sound that like like cold about it but i just feel like that like you can definitely find explanation yeah for both of these but it makes for a spooky a fun spooky story i guess i mean not fun maybe because it makes for a fun spooky story like a like an abc family halloween 31 days of halloween they're like it's a fun spooky story for families to love (laughs) yeah i just thought those were interesting yeah no they are um that's crazy especially this song i actually heard it on another podcast um bizarre states when they were doing their podcast Mm -hmm. jessica chobot covered the song and she actually played it on the podcast and so then that's what i looked it up and it's it's not a i mean it's a pretty song i can it's just kind of sad like the lyrics are like super depressing does it sound like a song from anastasia yeah we should watch that i've been wanting to watch that movie that's the craziest thing. Uh, I think a lot of the songs in that movie are about death. They probably are. If you think about who he was and what who was in that movie. Verdas It's like you're just like, what? Yeah. That is depressing. I love that movie when I was little. It's like the music in that movie is like hypnotizing. It's so different. That's like, what I'm saying. That's why those tunes just like probably. that. Like that old tale of the, the guy with the fucking accordion and he just walks you to your death. And then he just fucking playing an accordion. Now I want to watch it because I haven't seen that movie since I was little. I used to, my top three favorite movies when I was little was Anastasia, Five Goes West and Thumbelina. <laughs> I loved all of those. Movies. What? Nothing. I just thought it was funny that you hit him with the first one. You then you were like Five Goes West. That's the second. I just thought that yeah, was like funny. Five Goes West. I wasn't talking shit about it. I just thought I was thinking you're gonna name all anim. Wasn't is that not animation? They're all animation. Okay. No, I don't remember who 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 was the person who made that movie then. I don't remember. I don't think any of those are Disney movies. Thumbelina might be. 
Dumbelina, no? maybe. I'm not sure. No. Oh, no, Anastasia is. It is? Yeah, Anastasia is. I didn't know that. They just kind of dropped it off because it's a little dark. Yeah, they just don't talk about it. I, I'm pretty sure it is. It's got to be. Uh, let's watch it tonight. Okay, I'm ready for some spooky stories. With fucking uh, Tinkerbell that goes around the Disney logo. Yeah, that doesn't exist. That, that doesn't exist, guys. Yes, it does. I know all of us remember from our childhood. If somebody has a VHS tape out there that has this... You need to show the world because everybody thinks this is a Mandela effect happening. And me and Christian both vividly remember this. For all we know, some government motherfuckers just completely flashy thinged all of us one time before. <sighs> and we have no fucking idea. And they reset our memories. Um, because this is fucking true. If you remember in the beginning of a, of a Disney movie, it's like Tinkerbell comes out and she like spells out Disney, right? And no, then she... Yeah, I think she's supposed to have Disney. Either that or the, she does the fucking, the big... She thing. does something with her hands to outline it, and then she hits it one time like that, and it lights, right? Mm -hmm. I know we all remember that. Supposedly, that doesn't exist. Yeah. So, look into it, because I have, and I can't find anything. Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe that was only on Disney Channel. No, that's different. They had a glow stick. That's true. But if oh it, yeah, that one's always has it, the even if it was on Disney Channel, then it still existed. Existed, yeah, that's true. So, to you, I wasn't disagreeing with you. The ones are funny. Remember with Michael J. Fox one? It was like, <laughs> I'm Michael J. Fox. It's all squiggly. The line that's terrible to say. But Have like, you seen it's the hilarious. gifs where they actually trace what they're drawing with a thing, and it looks nothing like the Disney sign? Uh -uh. <laughs> They're funny. They they always show like Lizzie McGuire and she's like trying to draw it and it's like a random squiggly thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell me some spooky stories. I'm sure people are tired of listening to me talk. Okay, this is the story of Jamie Kloss. It's a terrifying story. <laughs> okay. Put on some mu mood music or something. <laughs> some mood music. <laughs> Let's see. Suspense background. Let's see what this is. Perfect. Oh, that's a little loud. I can't hear it now. I turned it down. Oh, you can't hear it? Better? Yeah. Okay. The story of Jamie Claus is terrifying. <laughs> In rural Wisconsin last year, a 13, 14-year-old girl, they don't know how old she is truly, went missing after her parents were murdered in their home. Police arrived within four minutes or so, but she is just gone. Of course, speculation is that she was kidnapped or that she was in on it. That was hard to read. Or that she was in on it. Sorry. Like, <laughs> or dead or whatever. This is how this person's writing this. <laughs> Nobody knows because she has completely vanished. 88 days later. In the dead of the northern Wisconsin winter, she runs out in the street to a woman walking her dog. Yeah, she has appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> she had been held captive about 40 minutes from her actual home. It's crazy, huh? That's, some, yeah, that's fucking creepy. Some motherfucker is getting held captured that far away. As if all of this wasn't scary enough... Here's the terrifying part. Pause for dramatic effect. <laughs> Sorry. 
She had never had any contact with a guy that murdered her family and abducted her. One day he was driving to a new job, at which he had only lasted a day, and he saw her get on the school bus. At that moment, he decided that he was going to take her. Jesus. There was no warning, nor no grooming. There was absolutely nothing that she or her family could have done to avoid everything that had happened. A creepy young man saw her from a hundred feet away and decided that he would murder her family and take her for himself. Banned. <laughs> That's terrifying. So... Literally, that music he was, was just, cool. Yeah, it like matched up perfectly. <laughs> um, that's terrifying. So like, she literally was just minding her own fucking business, getting on the bus, and then guy drove by and was like, "I'm gonna fucking abduct abduct that kid." Mm-hmm. Wow, that's scary. You know why? You know what though? Like, that's why I'm so paranoid about like having a routine, mm-hmm. like walk. Because I typically I try and change it up, but like I like to walk. I walk a lot. I take our dogs walking a lot. You know, that's like if people were to pay attention, like it's scary and you never know who's paying attention. So you have to switch up like the way you drive home and stuff like that. I paid, I'm very like, I'm like OD about shit like that though. And whenever I go out in my neighborhood, I walk with Glock. Yeah, I always have mine with me. Because I'm, there's that one creepy guy in our neighborhood that stands in the middle of the street and watches me walk down the street. Yeah. He watches my car drive by. He, like, will literally be standing on his porch, and then he sees me, and he'll walk in the middle of the street and just stand there with his hands on his hips and watch me walk. It's crazy. And then he dips, and then you dip, and then we together dip. That's true. We do dip. He's just like, Tina, the guy. Yeah, that's probably why he stalks me. Why? Because he, I do my Tina dance. That's true. You always do that He's whenever like, the dogs oh, use the restroom. Look how stiff that back is. At the park. <laughs> Every time you go to the park, you're just doing the Tina dance. Hit me with the next one, sir. Okay. Uh, that that really set the mood for me. Oh, that's just a. Never mind. <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't want to hear that the whole time. It just goes faster and faster. You're just like, this is terrible. Okay, this one's good too. Well, I'm into true crime, so I've heard a lot of messed up shit. (laughs) Know what you're saying. But the most recent story that sticks with me as particularly horrific was a crime where a sadistic, mentally ill man killed his girlfriend by spraying sealing foam into her mouth. What the fuck? There was so much of that that they found the foam all the way from her mouth and down into her stomach. Oh my god. She was alive when he did it and choked to death as the foam expanded inside her and blocked her airways completely. Honestly, one of the most fucked up crimes I've ever heard of. Oh my god, that's like a terrible way to die. That was a good submission, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it just gets scarier. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> that was a, that was a, I love these. I want to look up more creepy. You know what? Now I've, you know why I get stuck reading these all night. Yeah. Okay. There's a couple more. There's actually 25, so I don't want to read every single one of them, but. 
I found like 25 pretty good little short stories. Okay, Christian. Sounds good to me. Sound like butters in my head. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're over here texting on your phone. No, when we first look recorded. What my mom texts me. Like, I don't know what she's talking about. I'm sorry. I'll read it later. Okay. Hmm. There's no other good ones. Ooh, this one's real slow. <laughs> I was probably 11 or 12. There was a telephone pole in our backyard that stood in the middle of our back fence. That and sucks. <laughs> yeah, that sucks too. Yeah. An electrician was working on it and needed access to our backyard for a couple of days. One of the nights, my best friend was over for a sleepover and we were in a fort that we had made in my room. I was facing toward her, away from the bedroom door, and she gets startled and lets out a kind of a half-halted scream yelp. Half-hearted scream yelp. <laughs> she said she thought for a split second she saw a man's face peering between the sheets through the entrance to our fort oh my god we both felt really creeped out for the rest of the night but just fell asleep eventually the next day or so my family realized that two of our motor scooters we kept in the back were missing and sometime later my dad recognized the electrician on Sacramento's Top 10 Wanted. Oh, shit. I'm pretty sure that night was the night he stole the scooters and he must have come inside the, through the house, through the back door, and then left or something when he realized we were awake. Boom. That's it. That's so creepy. Yeah. Why does all that fucked up shit happen in Sacramento? I have no idea. Remind me to never move there. Yeah, I don't want to move there. They're like almost to where, well, I'm from, I've lived there before, so fuck you guys, if you guys get mad. Um, I could talk shit about, us. I'm like a Kings fan, so I could talk shit about Sacramento. You were born and raised there. So, it sucks, because there's a lot more homeless people there now. It's ridiculous. It's like, <laughs> it's basically little San Francisco. That's all I have to say. You want me to read another story? Because I got a shit ton of them. Let's do one more and then wrap it up. Wrap that shit up, I B. Save those for the next one. It's getting hella dark. I know. You want me to turn the light on? Yeah. Can you do that for me? Cute elevator music. You don't got that? I got shit on here. Uh, uh, uh. Sure. <laughs> okay. You let me go in on that? Yeah. I bet. Okay. Let me see. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to find one that I can use this for. Okay. Oh, you know what else is on here? And what's that? The Yuba County Five. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. That's also not that far from Sacramento. I told you about that. We talked about it on here. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's literally 30 minutes away. Okay. Ready? Yes. Okay. Here's a good one. This one has Las Vegas in the, somewhere in it for some reason. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Actually, I have that too. But No, that scares me. All right. Here we go. I'm not going to put any music on. I thought I had a dream of riding my bike in Las Vegas when I was five or six. In the dream, an old man walked up to me and cut my arm and knocked me off my bike and I woke up at home. I had stitches on my arm and my parents later told me I was riding my bike and crashed, but deep down I'm 100% sure that the man had really cut me and thrown me off my bike. Oh, fuck. I wasn't sure till I was 13 to 14 when my neighbor asked me if I remember the time when he found me bleeding next to my bike. Out of curiosity, I asked him if he remembered if anyone was around and he said that there was an elderly man walking away from me about 20 yards ahead oh to this day i'm still scared of what would have happened if my neighbors hadn't seen me in the front oh that's so scary crazy old people scare me my mom used to be really she told me like when she was younger like when it the things that scared her was like old people and she had a dream that she was like at a nursing or a library i think it was and she got locked in there and these old people started eating her that's crazy it would take old people like really old people hella long to eat people because they probably have dentures yeah imagine getting eaten with people with dentures isn't there a movie where there's like a a zombie that's older and it's just like biting the girl with his gums mm -hmm. crazy las vegas has a bunch of crazy old people though yeah and they live in the storm drains and then the first rainfall since we haven't had rainfall in 140 days they just get washed out to lake mead <laughs> seriously that's another scary story that actually happens in real life too I know it's crazy. I had no idea that homeless people lived on there until like what after like a year after living here. Because mm -hmm. I there's hella people that live. Was in that it? Uh, we were watching Criminal Minds, mm -hmm. right? That episode, and you're like, no, that's a real thing. Yeah, we didn't know until we watched it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, that's so crazy. Imagine if that was real. And he's like, oh, it is. Yeah, no, that's real. <laughs> I don't know about like underneath the strip and shit, but definitely under Las Vegas. Isn't it towards the end, like by Mandalay Bay? They live anywhere where it's, like, cooler, I bet. That sucks. This would be the shittiest town or city to be homeless in because it gets so fucking hot. Yeah. But those motherfuckers probably make good money. Yeah. That's what's crazy. When they're in a, a city like this, people have more cash on hand. Uh, yada, yada, yada. That's true. Homeless people probably make good-ass money in this beats. A lot of them probably aren't homeless. No, there's legit a lady that lives in our yeah, neighborhood that's that lady not homeless. We see. She <laughs> Doesn't just she have a, she drives a Fiat. It's like she's like walks to work. Yeah, she just walks to, just pulls her cart, pushes her cart from the front of her house all the way the fuck to like the shopping centers and asks for money. There's this one um, older Asian lady like in the corner of the Walmart we usually go to. And I always give her money because she doesn't have a hand. Really? You can tell she's homeless because she has like, you can tell she has like um, stuff going on in her teeth and 
she looks like she's like not in good shape so i always give her like five bucks nice she probably gets a little bit of meth with that i hope not i don't think so it doesn't look like a meth mouth you know how you can kind of tell when people are in on drugs because their face looks kind of like sunken in and they have like those um blemishes and stuff she doesn't look like she just looks old oh she's a really old lady well excuse me ma'am I apologize. But I don't know. She could be finessing me. She gets She's just $5. real good at hiding that meth. She's like, I got another $5 from this bitch. I'm going to go buy some more meth. Yippee. I always give her $5. She probably, Every time I see her, it's once a day. We always get a little meth. Woohoo. Just Stop. kidding. I'm just very bleak when it looks at humanity. I can't blame you. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening this far. If you're still listening. I think it was a pretty decent episode, all things considering. Yeah. Considering things. I mean, we're still testing this out. I don't know if we're going to do our news stories and main stories together or if we should keep them separate. Let us know what you think. Um, as always, you can find us on all social media under Something Isn't Right podcast. You can send any requests, listener stories, comments, anything to us at info at something isn't right podcast.com and as always like share and subscribe please 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 anything else no thank you for listening to us do you want us do you want to wish them well i do i wish you all well good day evening <laughs> whatever the fuck it is for you